Welcome to the Crypto Podcast, where we update you on the latest activities and trends in the world of cryptocurrencies by providing you with insight, interviews, and happenings in the crypto world so you can stay on top of the game. All right, guys, thanks for tuning into the Crypto Podcast, where we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly from the crypto space so you don't have to do all the heavy lifting. In today's episode, the world leader exchange makes a move, criminal extradition to the US, Ripple makes waves, stolen coins, and another billionaire's prediction. Let's first start off with what happened in the markets over the past week, beginning with the top five in terms of market cap. Bitcoin is up 2.99% on the week at a price of 6696 cents. Ethereum up by 11.28%. Ripple is up a massive 101.88%. We'll talk about that more later. With a market cap now of $22.5 billion for Ripple. Bitcoin Cash is up 9.81%. And Ethereum, rounding out the bunch, is up 10.48%. So it's all gravy if you're at the top of the table this week. Now let's check out the top winners and losers according to CoinMarketCap.com. Top five losers on the week are number one, Protein down 96.24%, Aidens down 86.01%, Bitmark out 79.48%, Rabbitcoin lost 78.79% of its value, and Empowercoin is down 78.07%. Top five winners. Number one, Carebit is up a crazy 5,120.41%. Bob's Repair Coin up 380%. Ultimate Secure Cash on the top five for a second week in a row. So watch this one. After being up 284% last week, it's now up 338% for this week. Vets up 311. Netcoin up 284.45. All right, let's get right into the stories. New week, new billionaire prediction. Last time we spoke, it was billionaire Tim Draper who posited that the crypto market cap would hit $80 trillion within the next 15 years. This week, we have billionaire ex-hedge fund manager Michael Novogratz saying it will be impossible, quote, for Bitcoin to not reach 10000 by the end of 2018. His reasoning? FOMO. So fear of missing out is his theory that the institutional fear of missing out will push Bitcoin up to the $10,000 threshold by the end of this calendar year. Now, what about that Ripple rally? The former CTO of Ripple Labs has launched a beta version of what he's calling Coil, which will allow content creators on sites such as YouTube, Wikipedia, Twitch, Internet Archive, and Beat, among others, to receive payment directly in Ripple. This is going to be great for two reasons. One, it allows for content creators to receive micropayments in the form of an online asset. And two, it could allow for many to move past the ad-supported system that we currently have now online. Can you imagine watching YouTube with no commercials? That'd be great. Now, this news comes only a few weeks since Brave started offering 25 free BAT tokens, which can be used in conjunction with its web browser. I got mine. I suggest you do the same. I also suggest that you convert to Brave as a browser. It's the best browser in terms of catering to the crypto crowd, and it provides the best security, privacy, ad blocking that you'll find short of something like Tor Browser. If you want to get it, simply go to Brave.com. All right, switching gears into government and regulatory news, 
A U.S. member of Congress has introduced three new bills aimed at supporting the development of blockchain and the use of crypto. The bills would provide, quote, clear and concise guidelines for investors, companies, and businesses, as well as a safe harbor for taxpayers using cryptocurrency assets, end quote. In, in related news, the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission, the SEC, has begun reviewing a physically backed Bitcoin ETF. If approved, this fund has the potential to bring crypto to Wall Street in a hurry. But the fund is proposed in a way that only the wealthy institutions would be able to take advantage. It's set up so that each share would represent 25 Bitcoin, which is roughly 160000 at the current exchange rate. So unless you're rolling the dough, you're not going to be able to participate as of yet. Still in government, government and regulatory news, but changing venues slightly, India's central government is engaged in a series of regulatory actions that has many crypto and blockchain organizations absolutely fleeing the country in droves. India's attempt to rein in perceived money laundering and tax evasion has led to the exodus from the nation. According to the report, many are leaving India for Singapore, the UK, Switzerland, Japan, and most notably Estonia, which has some of the most business and blockchain-friendly policies on the planet. Next story. Last week we reported that a Hong Kong-based diamond company was investing in blockchain in order to ensure accurate procurement of clean diamonds. The U.S. Navy is actually following suit and has announced recently that it will look into utilizing blockchain technology in order to track aviation parts and ensure supply chain and logistics accuracy. Japan-based crypto exchange Zaif was accessed by cyber thieves who stole a reported $60 million this week. This has prompted intercession by the Financial Services Agency of Japan in order to discover whether the exchange was actually at fault for the losses and what may be obligatory reimbursement, if any. According to news outlets, the breach was not discovered until three days after the fact. This brings to mind the debatable topics of one, blockchain-based exchanges, and two, whether exchanges ought to be required to carry insurance. Next story, crypto exchange world leader Binance will soon begin live beta testing Singapore's first crypto to fiat service. The test phase is currently open to a limited number of invited investors and traders. According to the report, Binance now has a daily trading volume in excess of 800 million US. Woo, baby. And that figure only stands to grow as Binance has recently secured multiple contracts with various multinational institutions. Next story, we're diving into the world of crime. Dark wallet developer Cody Wilson, who rose to prominence recently when he published 3D firearm blueprints in the United States, has been arrested in Taiwan for charges filed in the state of Texas, claiming that he sexually assaulted a minor. Allegedly, he paid a 16-year-old girl for 500 bucks for sex in a hotel. Suspiciously, though, Taiwan does not have an extradition treaty with the U.S., however, they are cooperating with the U.S. government on this matter. One is led to wonder whether this has more to do with that 3D gun exploit rather than the alleged sexual assault. Well, that does it for us today. Thanks for tuning into the Crypto Podcast. Subscribe for more episodes. Much love all. Thanks for listening to the Crypto Podcast. For more episodes or to contact us, Go to CryptoPodcast.io. That is C-R-Y-P-T-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot I-O.